back again so soon. As promised, here is my chat with Emma Pudge and Manon Legreve. And I just want to say again, I'm very sorry about the sound. I will not record in a restaurant when there are other people again or anywhere without figuring out some kind of better technology. You live and you learn. If you're interested in just reading, then the YouTube episode will have the captions or you can read the transcript if you go to the nextdeliciousthing.com and a search for Manon Legreve, Toklas, that's T-O-K-L-A-S, or Emma Pudge. You'll find this chat in its entirety. You'll also find a list of all the things that Emma recommends and Manon recommends. If you stuck with yesterday's sound, this is worse. There was one other table in the restaurant and I was sure they were about to leave, but they did not. I didn't realize how bad the sound was until I got home, unfortunately. Manon and Emma shared so many fascinating things. I really wanted to publish it anyway, but yeah, please forgive the sound. And you can always just head straight to thenextdeliciousthing.com for the things that they recommend. If you're not familiar with Manon and Emma, Emma is a social media queen. She takes photos for restaurants, which is how we ended up in Toklas, and is a brilliant connector. She is at Emma Hits the Spot on Instagram. Manon, you might recognize when you hear her voice from The Great British Bake Off in 2018. She is fabulous to watch on Instagram and she shares lots of recipes as well. And she has a gorgeous daughter who you might hear in the background. Do you have a book coming out? Yes. So, um, yeah, so, you know, I've been like doing, you know, recipes and very much like French baking since about three years, 2018, after Bake Off. And then, yeah, finally, I'm working on my book. So, very exciting. Yeah, I can't tell you too much about it yet. Uh, but yeah, spring 2023 is going to be like beautiful, some simple recipes for non bakers. Because my baking is all about kind of, you don't have to be a baker to bake in France. You make a cake, you're not a baker. Yes. And like, isn't like one of the most famous things that all children learn, like the yogurt cake? It is, it is. Yeah. Le gâteau yaourt. Yeah. That's my first cake and that's probably going to be her first cake as well, my daughter's first yeah. cake. <laughs> she's under the table. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is just like, yeah, very eager. It's like the three, two, one cake it is. of the UK. Like, yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to follow them both online at Emma Hits the Spot and at Menon Le Grim. But I'll link in the show notes and in the comments as well. Uh, and Emma really does hit the spot. Like, so uh, follow her for all the places. That Thank she's, you. Um, so why did you particularly want us to come and eat at Topless? Um, so I think that Topless is one of the most exciting up-and-coming bakery and restaurant kind of partnerships. And I think it's really interesting that the founders are actually from an art background mm-hmm. and that they're really treating food as art, which I think is a kind of interesting thing we're seeing across restaurants in general at the moment of course we've also another great love of mine at the moment is sessions arts club which i think is an amazing painter and chef collaboration and yet we also at the same time have these really minimalist restaurants that believe that their food is art and will not put any art on the walls and i think what they're doing here is a really interesting blend of the two right bang in the center of london on the strand um i think it has the potential to become a really iconic kind of food cultural hub yeah. um, that people should get to know about whilst you can still get a table 
I read yeah. it's it, conveniently very large. Uh, I read that the founders really so they the founders founded Freeze magazine more than thirty years ago, and also um, the Freeze like festival and everything. Wow. So yeah, they stepped away from it in twenty sixteen, but they're still like non executive yeah, directors yeah, yeah, yeah. and part owners. And apparently when they met at University at AT, which is really cool, they've known each other for so long, they originally had a plan to set up a restaurant. And then when uh, some family friend lost money in the restaurant business, they were like, okay, maybe not. Just yeah, yet. yeah. Uh, but then they were given the opportunity when, so Freeze uh, had their offices in this building. And so this space was available and they're like, what do you want to do with it? And they're like, let's do that restaurant. So, And I think the other thing that really drew me to Topless is that I, I really try and form relationships with chefs at different restaurants as I'm enjoying what they do. And head baker Janine Edwards is someone who I've known for a number of years. Um, you would have heard from her already, but essentially I fell in love with the Viennoiserie she was doing at Robin Gill's uh, restaurant in Embassy Gardens, Darby's. She baked for me throughout lockdown and that weird stage of lockdown where restaurants became delis and grocers. Um, and then she was head baker at Rye by the Water, which again is one of the bakeries I recommend most. I actually bought Manon some pastries when I realized that Manon moved into my area. Um, which was delicious. And I think that speaks to something I try and do in general, which is to um, shine a spotlight on the people making the food who aren't necessarily the name owners yeah. of the restaurants. True. And I think if you discover someone who's very talented, follow them as they move on to their next adventure yes. um i know janine enjoyed where she was working and there are places i still continue to visit but it's really exciting to see how she's pivoted yeah um to take over this very different spot i love that it's like a restaurant that cares so much about the bread and like other baked products and it has the bakery attached and also makes it yes. accessible for everybody the way that Baltazar did as well yes. like so everybody can come and have something without necessarily being able to yeah may not be able to um sit and enjoy a whole meal and I think that's really interesting from the art perspective as well because art has this real tradition of being inaccessible um and finding that kind of like beauty in the small things I also think that Topless is exceptionally well priced as a bakery yeah um you can get uh, things yes. like savory slices yeah. for as little as like under two pounds you can really buy cookies for under yes. two pounds which are still made with like top premium ingredients their pound yeah. street chocolate cookie I think is 175 or something like yeah. that 150 yeah. and which is in london and like, it's really good it's really, it's <laughs> yeah. really yeah. good um and i think that's so important particularly when a lot of the time the restaurants that are doing most interesting things with food are not accessible Absolutely. to the people who are even working within food because that's as we so know true. this industry is not always the best paid yeah. um and yeah i think what they're doing here is really kind of inverting this area and doing something really exciting and mm. I, I love that they and they did really want it to be accessible to people who work in food and be the kind of place like um where chefs go to eat yes like yeah. like um river cafe and um and rochelle canteen and other places like that and so just to say as we're talking about highlighting the chefs as well so the head chef is uh martin Leans, and he worked um with ollie at Dubu and also at spring and um, where else was he most recently? At Moro as well. So the whole idea of the food here is supposed to be like Mediterranean, light and fresh and very yes. fish and vegetable heavy. So there's no red meat on the menu. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I'm so sorry, but so many people I know, it's a good restaurant and it always has a steak. And I find this, sorry, but so boring. You know, like 
especially if you go to a restaurant, you know that it's not the speciality. So why getting your steak anyway? It's, so, yeah. it's exactly the same as we were talking about yeah. with ice cream. Like, like I just can't bring myself to order ice cream at a restaurant. But I was the one who said I have ordered yes. ice cream here at Top yes. before, which we don't have today. Um, but they make their own ice creams, and the sorbets in particular are yes. delicious. The mandarin you know sorbet, yeah, exquisite. It's not. I'm like, and actually, I think that's a much broader thing about the citrus here is a real strength of the restaurant. They work really closely with a um, citrus foundation. And they get it as fresh as it comes. And to come here and even just get a glass of orange juice is a real delight. Yeah. Um, on my first visit, I left the bakery with a load of baked goods and a satsuma. And it was the best satsuma I've ever seen. Janine was saying that they tried eight different varieties when they went to the like the producers that they worked with in Spain. And they came back and they actually laid it all out on the table. And they had like pomelo and all the different citrus. Um, and I think I think the level of specification as to what they're using is is they're very intentional mm-hmm. with all of their ingredients. And um, I really like the way that you can see that continuity throughout all of their bakes like citrus is mm. is a really strong influence but they use it in so many different ways so what are we going to try okay, should we yeah should we taste do you want to see a bit as it bakes or just wait, wait. oh yes yeah. uh, good idea yeah otherwise we'll just cut overhead can we say what it is thank you yes you're much more experienced <laughs> yes this is a low-pot frangipan tart and this is where they've used the heritage grains in the pastry, so the same that they use in the bakery. Um, so Lopot is a stone fruit. Um, and then we have the, you want to talk about, I didn't even read the menu, we just went to the chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, so they, they name this simply as as chocolate cake, and it is pretty much what it does in the, says on the tin. Um, it's Yeah, it's inspired yeah. by the classic River Cafe chocolate nemesis. So it's, it's super rich, but super... Uh, kind of like almost like with a sort of mousse meets truffle like consistency. Um, okay, all right then. So the frangipan yeah, yeah. looks like it's got other. Where does it have walnuts? It's like almonds. Mm. Yeah. Nice and rich. Mm. Have some It's very good. That is very buttery. Yeah, very rich. It's so good. Mm. Let's try with the lumquat. Is that what you said? Lumquat. Lumquat. Mm-hmm. Was it kind of where are they from? Mm. Never baked them. So this is um, native to China, mm. uh, and it's also known as a Japanese plum, which also because native to yes. China, but known as a Japanese plum or yes. Japanese medlar. Okay. So it's um yeah, orange, orange, small colour plum yeah. looking yeah, so yeah. Um, It's quite jammy, isn't it? Mm, it is really, it's sweet. No. So, I know what I really like about this French pan is it is exceptionally moist. Um it's really quite um like the it's got a lot of texture, so the Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Down. And I was gonna say, I mean I've eaten I'd say that these two de- desserts are a really kind of interesting reflection to my favourite desserts in London that have been kind of replicated across loads of menus but can be so different from place to place. Mm. I think a, a kind of a chocolate nemesis style cake and an almond tart are two of the desserts that I see most often and I think 
there, I think there's scope for an entire book on the best yeah. almond tarts um, renditions on. Perhaps do another ether article. Exactly. About oh. just <laughs> I, I have actually pitched that as an idea. Um, if anyone else would like to commission me, please. <laughs> and there's someone about bats for cheesecakes and cake slices as well. So. We'll link to those from yeah, the the next cake- thing. We'll link to those. <laughs> okay, she tries this one. Mm-hmm. I think Jennifer's the chocolate. Yeah, but okay. You can start that. Yeah. It's simultaneous. It smells orangey. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's good. Wow, it's kind of like a mousse. Mum, it's more so than last time. It's definitely orangey. Mm. It's much, it's really very moussey. Mm. I'd be surprised, like, calling that chocolate cake, like you say, makes me. I probably wouldn't order it in a place that isn't as nice as this because if I saw chocolate cake, I'd just be like, meh. Again, nice though, I wonder... Like chocolate mousse cake. Mm. I do think there is this kind of, uh, like, paper nostalgia and kind of pitch desserts. And a lot of places mm. are giving things very unadorned names, mm. um, but they're not always the most helpful. They're not always the most descriptive. At least it does say chocolate cake. I mean, mm. so many restaurants you go and it just says chocolate, chocolate. pistachio, and you're like, what I need more that? than just ingredients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want the components. I'd like to know what I'll be eating. Well, you see, I don't know what's in the French meat. It's so delicious, but I'm not a chocolate and orange type of girl. No. Which, um, yeah, I find it perfect. It's so delicious. It's me. Was that orange? Yeah, same. I'm, um, I ate so many Terry's chocolate oranges uh, when I was growing up, but now I'm just like, yeah, not a fan of orange. But as far as it goes, it's still so, so, I, so delicious. I can see why they've used orange because it's like, you know, their citrus is their thing. If you haven't tried the, I'll be allowed to discuss other places on of course, this is the next delicious thing. I would like to know where you would recommend people to go, particularly like for French food in London. To for French food, okay. I mean, locally, as we know, there's Trinity, which is in Clapham, which is that like, incredible, that amazing kind of. If you want a Michelin star kind of style Wyatt. dinner, it's incredible. Um, and then there's uh, in um, Bermondsey, there's a uh, Cascote. Mm-hmm. which yeah. is like super fun, typical like French food. Then you can go around Angels. There's loads of places as well. And one especially that had an amazing like confit canal, you know, confit duck is, you know, it's a classic, but for me it's one of my favorite things that reminds me of like the home. Um, but yeah, I would say go for the um, Blanchette is really nice as well. You know, yeah, I would say I like don't it. go for the kind of like, Trinity is a you know, specific one, but I feel like you don't have to spend too much money for it like go for lunch as well I feel like French restaurants always have a great kind of a lunch deal yeah or even there's a Frenchie as well in Covent Garden which is delicious they have an amazing like lunch deal Um, because you have people in France or they work and they go to restaurant every single day oh I'm the love of the lunch and you have an hour and a half to eat and in Paris I had an hour and a half and everyone went to the restaurant and uh how about she introduced a sat lunch here as well? Yeah. And, and a pre-dinner, uh, a pre-theatre uh, yeah, evening menu, nice. which is yeah, yeah. really accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great location. And it's a great location here yeah. with Bang yeah, on the yeah, Strand. Yeah. So anything going on at Somerset House, anything in the um, West End, you're in prime position. Um, and is, do you have a favourite croissant? So I'm going to be doing an episode okay. all about croissants because I know French croissants are quite different from nice. what you find generally. Yes. Um, favourite croissant? You see, like, I don't know, for me, 
it's mostly about like, memories. So I would probably tell you it's like the croissant from my hometown. Yes. And there was two bakeries and we always knew like, ah, oh, which one is this one from? And it's from this. So, you know, for 4,000 people, there's, there was four bakeries. Wow. Four boulangeries uh, because people buy their bread and croissant every day. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah. So that's going to yeah. be nice. I'm going to be to live in France. <laughs> <laughs> like it's my spiritual home. <laughs> to learn a bit more French. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, you need to taste the cookie then. Okay. So which one is this one? This, this is, yeah, tahini and then... Oh, so this is a I mean, you should also try the croissant honey. as well. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like short, bready type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a proper mm. biscuit. Mm. Yes. So the the wet the um, blog post that I did is just the, mm. the best chocolate biscuits, which is different from cookies. Mm. Um, yeah. This is one of my favorites. Does it have like um sort of honey? honey. Yes, it's got honey. Um, and Topless have actually recently started home delivery on their baked goods and mm. you can get these delivered either as That's a single about, yeah. or um, half dozen cookies, oh um, which is very tempting. Mm. The delivery radius is really wide ranging. It's all um, London postcodes, right? All London postcodes. Oh, God. Yeah. And this is the croissant. Mm. We also have a laminated brioche oh. and the tahini cookie. So um, the four men on and Fleur have to go. Well, so she loves croissant already. She knows. Do you want a croissant, Mouka? Do you want a little bit? Yeah, Maya's favorite thing to say. We're going to a bakery today. So, Did you she asks every morning. Merci. Oh, I see. We're going to a bakery or we're going to nursery? <laughs> today we're going to nursery. Tomorrow we'll go to a bakery. I really like the, de- and the density of it. Yes. I really like. Yeah. Oh, look how much I'm pulling out. I know. I mean, the middle is always... The best. The best. best. Oh. Do you want so to share nice. some middle? No, no, please have it. Have it. I'm not saying that for me to have it. You have it. I'm going to have a bit of crunchy. Ooh. C'est bon, mon amour. And look at the lamination. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. I love the kind of like this where you can peel off every yes. single layer. Yes. And, mm. Mm. I mean, I, I have for a long time said I think that Janine makes the finest croissants in London. No. I mean, they look That's absolutely good. perfect. Like as far as croissant go, I think, you This is I love the balance of um, salt and sugar in this one because mm. sometimes they're like really salty yeah. and then other times it's very sweet. True. True. Mm. Well, I guess I think in, you know, French baking, salty, like savoury to balance sweet is kind of the nature of most French baking, I would say. Like I always bake with um, salted butter. Really? Mm-hmm. You find... A difference in the amount of salt, salt. in the butter here versus France. Yeah, well, you get like président butter, you know, how much butter is it? But also because I'm from Brittany, and in Brittany, our butters are very salty. So, what what butter are you buying at home? At home, we just buy. I mean, we're lucky again. Like we live next to Elevir, which is a, a massive kind of uh, bakery, creamery stuff. So we buy so butter. I don't think it's available in here. And what are you buying here in, in the UK? I buy like President, Monsieur President. Um, I'm a real fan of Ampersand Dairy. That's my... Mm. Um, not, not easily oh, yeah. available, but... but yeah. Well, the culture of is amazing. Yeah. Mm. I think the steak dairy is very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Yeah. Okay. Two places making their own butter as well, which is always really nice to see. Mm. True, true. I mean, bread and if you go to a restaurant and it's just good at bread and butter, you know you, that you're going to have good food. That's always my rules. It's funny. That's another one of those things where I'm like, oh, I want bread and butter. And I was like, if it's a good restaurant, I do want bread and exactly. butter. But otherwise, I'm like, no, I'm just I like, know. I'm here for that. I, I mean, I'm feeling. Okay. All right, then. Well, I think we're going to say bye bye. 
Au revoir. Au revoir. Merci beaucoup pour le croissant. Merci, Merci pour le beaucoup. croissant. Tu veux encore un petit peu Attends. Tiens. All right, Dan. Merci. Thanks so much for listening. That was a kind of an abrupt end. Um, we had a plan to come back and talk some more, but uh, hopefully you found what we shared interesting. And I do have some great conversations coming up for future episodes. So make sure that you are subscribed tell a friend and I will chat to you again next week. Take care and I wish you a very happy eating. Bye.